0: Hello all of you Bulletproof Marketer fans out there. It's your host Christopher Tompkins and you are listening to one of our classic BPM episodes. So I hope you enjoy. Hi everybody and welcome to the Social Marketing Academy. Uh, Really, really excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about PR, which is a subject that I know about, but I do not consider myself a master at. So I'm going to have one of my own personal um, uh, partners, which is Jeff Bell of um, Bell PR. And he is going to tell us all about Uh, Just answer some of your questions. You had some burning questions that you shared on social as well as you direct emailed me and other people that heard that Jeff was going to be on. um, Just had some questions about um, PR and how you can use it for your business. So, hey, enjoy it. It's going to be um, just about maybe 45 minutes to an hour of free consultation. Pretty much. Um, You know, if you've listened to our show or watched us on our live feed before, you know that the Social Marketing Academy is all about trying to answer your questions that you have in the digital marketing arena. Now, PR, for example, you might think like, well, that's not necessarily digital PR, but it is uh, digital marketing. Well, it is. It is an aspect of the digital wheel. Everyone has a little spoke in that wheel, and that's why the wheel moves, and carries the cart forward. So um, if you have any questions about any digital marketing topic or marketing topic in general, please feel free to visit me online. My website is The Go Agency, which is my online digital marketing firm. You can check it out if you need help for anything, but I have all of my social links there on the top right-hand corner of the window. So all you have to do is go there, click on one of those social media links or our contact page, I don't really care, and just ask me any question that you'd like to hear covered on a future episode of the Social Marketing Academy. For example, this show today, All About PR, is been um, was actually suggested by one of our, um, our uh, followers on Twitter. So this is why we started this off. We asked some questions. Hey, would, would you, everybody like to learn about PR? We got some really great questions. We took the five most asked, and we're going to go through some of those today. Hopefully all of them, if not more. Um, So again, if you have not followed or subscribed to the Social Marketing Academy um, podcast, check it out, please do. I would love to have you as a member of our network. We put out lots of really free, great content, and um, the associates that I have within my network are extremely valuable to me. So I would like them to be valuable to you as well. So you will be able to learn a lot about a lot of different topics. We've been doing this show for many years, so I want you just to check out our archive show. You can check them out on iTunes, wherever else that you want to check out your podcasts. Um, I use Overcast, but hey, that's me. So um, what can I say about today's show? We're going to be talking about PR, which is a subject that I know a lot of you had questions about. And your questions were really good because they're ones that I get asked quite a bit um, from my own agency standpoint. You know, um, because PR is something that's been around for a long time, but it still has a really, really high level of relevance in terms of your marketing success, online and offline. So um, what can I say about Jeff Bell? Um, I've known Jeff for a while. Um, He's the president and CEO of um, Bell Public Relations. After many years in the agency world, um, working almost exclusively with healthcare and senior living clients, wink, wink, if you are in either of those fields, you really want to prick up your ears and listen, because um, Jeff is so such the expert in that field. I go to him when I have questions about PR in healthcare or senior living, and he is just he's a wealth of knowledge, so just keep that in mind. Um, he started his own agency because he thought there was a better way to provide clients with the solutions that they need. With a background in journalism, Jeff understands communication from all angles and strives to provide clients with solutions that make sense without breaking the budget. He often describes PR professionals as attorneys for your image. I love that. And uh, takes that approach when solving problems, whether proactively or in a crisis scenario. And Jeff, of course, lives in Kansas, and he has his wife and two boys with him. And joining us right now, we have the fabulous Jeff Bell. Jeff Bell, welcome to the Social Marketing Academy. Hey, Chris, good to be here. Excellent, excellent. Um, Well, I was just um, just telling everybody a little bit about what our show is going to be about today and answering all of their burning public relations questions. Uh, But if you'd like to just kind of introduce yourself to everyone that's um, watching and listening in.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, and and I know you kind of gave me an intro uh, to begin with, um, but um, my background, my passion is in PR, started in journalism, uh, and really specifically the wheelhouse is healthcare PR and senior living PR. Um, and I have worked in the agency world in that capacity and also um, at a nonprofit hospital in that capacity. So uh, that's where my passion lies. And and it's also just an exciting time to be in healthcare, regardless of, of you know, what, aspect of the field you're in i think it's a great time to be here and the future is just it, it, it's wide open
0: mm-hmm. yeah i completely agree with you and uh you know it's uh, one of the things i was saying before i i let you in um was uh a lot of people that a lot of the questions that we were getting were um is pr still relevant right now and it, it it's kind of like pr is always relevant that's why i love the um i love the part where uh of your bio where you say we're attorneys for your image Cause I really think that that's, you know, that's the truth from my perspective. Uh, so let's go into the, let's start from the basics. Okay. And this is kind of where a lot of people, when I talk about people um, about PR, because from my digital my digital marketing standpoint, PR is not something that I offer in house because it's not something that I have a passion for. I go to people like Jeff Bell for <laughs> PR um, because they love it and they're really good at it. Um, but the first thing that I, I, when I suggest to a client, product or service or whatever, um, yeah, you should really look into getting some, uh, looking into getting PR representation and, and, and executing a strategy. And they were like, well, isn't that just press releases? Right. I, I mean, I can write press releases and then I can go and syndicate them for $199 over here. Um, so answer that question. because I'm sure you're, at, you're asked that a million times. Isn't PR just press releases, Joe?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I tell people, you know, yes, we, we do press releases. That's <laughs> something, that's something that we do, but I actually have a coffee mug that says um, and, and it has a news release on the coffee mug. I wish I'd brought it now so I could show you that says break it, you know, for immediate release PR, not just press releases. <laughs> and, you know, it kind of goes into, but, but not only is PR still relevant, but it's constantly evolving and changing. And so when, when I think, when I think PR um, I think about it much differently than I did when I was in college and I kind of had the same thought, Oh, those are the people who write news releases. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really like, like I said in, in, in my bio, it's, it's almost like being an attorney for your image, for your, the, the perception and there's a there's a great quote that says marketing is about telling other people why you're great. PR is getting someone else to tell other people why you're great. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the big distinction. Um, and I always tell my clients, you have an image in the public. It may be a great image. It may be an image that needs some work. But we all have it, and it's not going to go anywhere. Right. And in this in this world where everything is digital, everything's online, a lot more of us are working online now, that image is everywhere. So in the past, there might be word of mouth things that people said about you, but you never really heard about it. You know, they whispered it at the coffee shop. They might talk about it at church on Sunday. Now it's there for the world to see. And- I always share this video from Kevin O'Leary uh, of Shark Tank fame yeah. mm-hmm. with my clients where he talks about, I used to have to worry about who was calling customer service. Now I carry a phone for every one of my businesses because people go online and they go nuts. Yep. And you know people are so much more likely to leave a negative review about your business or post something negative on social media about your business uh, than they are to say something positive. That's not to say those positive reviews don't exist. Yep. But if you think about it from a natural standpoint, if I go to a restaurant, I have a good meal, I'm probably not gonna go home and write about it. But <laughs> if I go to the restaurant and there's a bug in my food and the waitress was rude, guess what? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off. And so um, that whole world is really what PR is, not, not, the, not the press release.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like it's almost that it, the press release is just one of the vehicles that you take to get to your destination, or the tools that help you get exactly. to your destination. Um, it, it's, it, but what I, I don't want to speak to that because I think press releases, you know, we got it. Uh, the 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 one thing for me that I got there that I can sink my teeth into is the it's it's so true. I was reading a book, an autobiography, and and it was talking about how you know, um, twenty five years ago the critics were the critics. The critics were yeah. the media. And now the critics are the people that are seeing me out and about, the people that are looking around at me, my followers on social media, the people that are plugged into my Twitter and my Instagram and everything. And the people that are sharing weird shots of me that they got from their their, their phones and they're putting up, up it's like their whole, it's a whole different world. It's like, you don't need to call the paparazzi, the world is paparazzi. Exactly. So, and with that said, a negative groundswell can happen really quick because people are very easy to mobilize. Um, I've seen it. Um, I've seen it really happen, um, just even locally, just around where I live, in the Nextdoor app. How they can take down a local business so quickly. Just, a, just a roofing company or a plumber can be completely wiped out just from a really negative thread on a community-free app. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's there's there's definitely a need for another way to rehab image, to get in front of a story, um, just to tell a different tale. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, so so if you think about it in terms of, what I always tell people is you can either be reactionary or you can be proactive. And being proactive in this world is essential because if you're reactionary, if you just sit and wait until the crisis happens, uh, until you get called out on Twitter or Facebook, or like you said, next door, Um, and and I always go back to that attorney comparison because I think it makes so much sense. I run my own business, so I don't wait until tax time to talk to my tax guy. I don't wait to make a decision to talk to my attorney. I've I've got plans in place, they let me know how I should be acting, what I should be doing. And so when when you know the the proverbial poo hits the fan, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And PR is the same way. And I and I, you know, and I tell people. You need to have someone who can take a look at what you're doing, mm-hmm. even if you think you're doing everything right and can tell you, here are the areas where you're not prepared. Here is where the storm can hit
0: yeah.
1: um, and take a full assessment of that and and be there for you, even if we're not doing, you know, monthly quote unquote tactics you need that person to be there to keep you on the right path. I had a client one time tell me, well, we just don't respond to Google reviews and we just stay offline. That way we don't have Ugh. an presence. And I said, I-, I have news for you. You have an online presence, whether you want it or not. It's just a question of how you handle it.
0: I know it's, it's one of those things that we get a lot um, at my agency. Um, we'll have a call with a prospect and we're it's just the kind of, kind of the same thing when we when you talk to somebody brand new tell me about your business, tell me what your concerns are, what your goals are, like just trying to get like the whole baseline structure of what they're looking to achieve. And um, I will say, okay, well, I was taking a really quick look to prep for the call and I saw your Facebook page and it has some really negative reviews and some of the comments are really crazy. Oh, (laughs) your audience isn't on Facebook. No, no, no. When I Google your business, your Facebook listing is third. So we need to kind of take a look at that and that's one of the things that that's one of the things that we try to do to shine light on the importance of like making sure that your real estate is kind of even if you have an abandoned lot you check it once in a while so you know that's that's why i always tell people to kind of take a look at all that stuff but it really does mount really quickly and it is good to have someone in your back pocket for that now why do you i mean obviously what i just i'm trying to think of how to phrase this like how How would you explain to somebody why they would need to hire a PR professional?
1: So, um, you know, let's use some of the lessons we learned um, from the pandemic, for for example. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people went into that and they were still communicating with their associates, with their Mm -hmm. audiences, the way they were communicating pre-pandemic. And with me dealing with healthcare clients... Mm-hmm. This was this was a big change because yeah, not yeah. only are you concerned about patient care, concerned if you're in senior living about resident care, but you're concerned about probably more than ever the morale of your employees. Yeah, Because frontline healthcare workers went through something like you and I cannot even get our heads around. Of
0: course. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and if they didn't feel valued, if they didn't feel listened to, Then there came a point for many of them where they said, I'm not doing this. This isn't worth it. And so, you know, will we have another hundred year pandemic in the next few years? No, probably not. But what's the next thing that you're not prepared for? Um, And it doesn't even have to be on the level of something like that. But, you know, what's your turnover? Why is your turnover the way it is? How's your internal communications impacting that? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how are sales? How's your external communications impacting that? Um, Are you engaging with people online? I mean, there's survey after survey after survey says businesses, not just responding to reviews, responding to comments on social media, having an active presence on social media. That's what gets you customers. It's not the ad you ran on Facebook. Those are great. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's, it's the perception that you create whether it's to your employees, whether it's to the outside, that you care, that you're passionate, Mm -hmm. that you're concerned. And there are so many companies, uh, clients that I've dealt with, these are good people. They do care about their associates, Mm -hmm. but they don't know how to communicate that effectively and things get lost in the translation. And before they know it, Mm -hmm. there's a perception there that they don't want and frankly don't deserve. Mm -hmm. And that's where PR comes in.
0: Yeah, it's so funny that you say that because I flash, forward, I flash back to so many clients that I've worked for in the healthcare industry. And that is a common issue. It's a, it's a very, very large common issue, which is the internal communications don't land for some reason. And it's, you're talking to the, I, I remember talking to clients that we worked on for quite a few years and they were um, a senior living facility chain, um, assisted living, and they were um, phenomenally caring. Like you meet them in person, they were they were like, hold on, I'm gonna stop you right there. I just have to go and say hi to this person. And it was one of the residents that walked yeah. out, and it was kind of like, that's what that's amazing. They couldn't get me anything to put on social media. They couldn't have they couldn't get any other communications over to me. They didn't know how to take the pictures so we could show them caring for somebody to show other people how caring they were. And then when they were um, doing their internal communications, like you said they were ice cold and super clinical when they were all super loving people. And it was just kind of like such, it seemed like such a bait and switch in a way that um, it was a turnoff.
1: And you mentioned earlier that there are more critics than there used to be. The critics are not just the media anymore, the professional critics. The flip side is the stars are not just the actors and actresses and the people who make commercials. And so many companies, especially in healthcare, have not taken advantage of the opportunity to be their own stars, to make fun videos, Mm -hmm. to, you know, you don't have to send a press release and say, hey, come to our event. Um, That's, that's just old, Mm -hmm. the old way of thinking about things. Um, But in my, before I started uh, Bell PR, um, I worked for a phenomenal agency. And one of the things that, that we were able to put together was this great music video using Justin Timberlake's? Um, I, I can't think of the name of the song offhand, but we videoed all of these senior residents dancing to this song. Oh, and okay. Put together in a montage and put it out there on their social media. It ended up getting picked up by Billboard. Uh, and a couple of other um, yeah, uh, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest aired it on his show. Wow, And you can't put a value on that because when people see that, they don't their perception of what senior living is changes. Yes. their perception of what getting older is changes. Mm-hmm. And there's so many missed opportunities there um, that a PR professional can help with because, that's what we do. We think creatively, we think outside the box and don't be afraid to toe that line. We're not going to get you into anything that's going to get you in trouble because it's ultimately our reputation on the line, but we will test you. We will push you a little bit further than maybe you would have pushed yourself. And, and like you said, when, when that communication is cold and dry and it doesn't reflect your voice, Again, you know, we can help with that. We, we can get to know your voice. And, you know, I treat every client differently. Every client has a different voice. Not everyone sounds exactly the same. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have to get to know who they are, what their needs are, and help them to push the envelope and get their voice out there uh, to whoever their audience is.
0: And I, it's one of those things that I, I come up again and again with clients. And I, and what I will say is when we're doing the onboarding process and we're showing them the things that we've created and the direction they want to take them and they get, they start getting uncomfortable really quickly because we're trying to push it a little bit. Um, we like to disrupt, but not disrupt it just for disruption's sake. Yeah. We want to really like, after we talk to the client, and especially if they're a passionate, which is like my favorite type of client, because you can very easily pick all the angles out really quickly. But um if, if they're, if they are super passionate, we want to lean into all of that and show that to everybody as much as we can on the mediums that we're, the, the mediums that we're painting in, so to speak. Um, and it's, it's I, one of the tips I would like to throw out there with the audience is that if you're going to go with a, um, a PR campaign, you have to be prepared to be uncomfortable. Um, there are going to be, especially because number one, you're going to be hiring your professionals, So you're already going to feel subservient in a way um, because you, you're going to say, you're going to you know, you have to manage somebody almost you feel like, well, no, actually the person that you're gonna handle is gonna really wanna look after you and take care of you and get results for you because if you win, they win. So right. it's it's a collaborative offer. So it, I, I just wanna throw that out there because I think a lot of people get scared with PR because they're like, oh God, you're gonna put the spotlight on me and I haven't done all my dishes. It's like, no, we can figure out how to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> There's ways around your sink. Um, but another thing is kind of, you know, we've, everything's been changing so much, um, over like a, 2020 was like a big year of lots of people pivoting, lots of people refocusing. Um, how did it change how you do business?
1: I think the, the, the biggest thing was, was learning. And this is where sometimes, uh, those of us who who are CEOs and, and who run companies, you know, we don't always follow our own advice and we don't always branch out. I think one of the big things was learning that remote work can work. Yep. And, and it can work really well. Yeah. Um, And the thing I always tell people is I, when I go to hire someone, when I'm looking for, for quote unquote talent to join my team, these are creative people and you cannot put a creative person into a box because that will stifle their creativity. They will not help you Um, and I, I have learned through this that, that whether you go full on remote, whether you go work remote option, it just increases that creative factor because they don't feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to get up and I've got to go to an office and I've got to go to the same place where I always go. Um, it started with creative workspaces at the office, but I think now we've advanced it and it's work from your space, do your stuff from where you are. Let me, let me help you open your schedule up. you know, if you don't need to spend forty five minutes in uh, in traffic getting to the office, then don't. yep uh, I, I I would rather you be happy, excited to work each day and and in your space. and technology's allowed us to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's the one big thing I've learned. Um, and then then the other um, has just been, Expect the unexpected, and I always said it before, but it really came into focus this year. And I and I and I tell clients all the time, you know, I I'm not using this past year to be an alarmist to try to scare you into your business. Right. I'm using it to say, let us help you. Let us help you be ready for whatever comes down the pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not, you know, you don't want to be in a car accident and. Find out you don't have insurance, so you know don't be in that position from an image standpoint. And I and I think that's just been a huge lesson from this year.
0: Now, look, looking at that same question on the flip side, what do you think your clients have learned in 2020?
1: Probably more about uh, healthcare regulations than they ever wanted to know. But <laughs> 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 yeah, other than that, uh, um, other than that, I think I think they've learned. Um, at least speaking for a couple of them that come to mind I think they have learned how much your work family means to you I think they've learned how much it matters to care I think they've learned how how important these people are we spend you know 40 on the low end to 60 70 on the high end depending on how hard you work with these people whether it's remotely whether it's in person Um, And I think everyone learned to value each other more and everyone learned to, you know, tragedy brings us together. It was a tragic year in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think they've learned... Not only that, but the importance of sharing that, and we've had great opportunities to kind of get those stories out there mm-hmm. um, and share. Um, I just did a story about a group of four nurses who had known each other since grade school, and they ended up all working at the same uh, senior living community. Which, you know, what are the odds? Oh
0: my gosh! Great wow. story to
1: begin with, but they talked about how they they don't know if they could have gotten through all of the emotion of the last year if they hadn't had each other to lean on in that sense. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that was a big lesson we learned.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think one of the things that I've seen a lot in uh, last year was the um, people being open to new ideas, people being open to, uh, I don't want to say pivoting, but just taking things off the shelf that they were always scared of and then kind of leaning into them a little bit more. And also with having that extra time, like you said, working from home, they're able to consider things that they normally wouldn't be able to consider. And also- I've had. I don't know about you, but the communicate the conversations that I'm having, even if it's on a phone call, I'm not zooming everybody. Um, But the conversations I've been having are weightier. They're not um, distracted. I I don't talk to voicemail a lot. Yeah, it's like a different. It's a different way of working, which I really enjoy. I think for for us, like my agency, I miss. I miss the camaraderie um, of being in person because we, we, we used to do lots of different things. We used to go out for happy hours and we'd have like holiday events. And so the holidays kind of felt a little bit hollow. Um, yeah. And also there's nothing more than I love than sitting in the conference room, brainstorming ideas, writing them on a, a whiteboard. And I just miss that. Um, we try to recreate it on Zoom and it's, we still get the same result, but doesn't have that same grit that I like. Um, but... Hopefully we'll be able to get back to that soon. Um, from, from, uh, so you were obviously, from your um, bio that I said at the top, you were a journalist. So you were a reporter for so many years. Why did you decide to kind of switch to PR?
1: I always tell people it's um, at some point as a reporter, um, you face two decisions. Number one is, do I want to continue to get up this early and work this many hours for, <laughs> for pay that is not that wonderful? Right. <laughs> and the second decision you face is, do I want to end up in New York or LA? Because if you're going to be successful, ultimately, you're okay. going to have to make that move. I decided that wasn't for me. Um, I love the Midwest, I'm a Midwest guy. Um, I had two small babies at the time. Uh, so, you know, that made sense. Right. And I wanted to do, I wanted to evolve my craft more. There are certain limits on journalism, at least there were at that time. And it, it's, it's expanding with technology like everything else is. But I wanted to get in and tell other stories. Um, that I maybe didn't get the opportunity to tell as a journalist. And, and probably the most rewarding thing about what I do now, um, working in healthcare, working in senior living, is the residents that I've had the opportunity to meet. And I think that's what I miss most, is this, that in-person yeah. conversation with those people. Because I have I have met extraordinary people over the years who I have been able to help get their stories told. Mm -hmm. um world war ii veterans who were losing so quickly um and people who've done incredible things and and the common thread all of these seniors have is they don't think their stories are incredible they're so humble yeah Uh, they don't realize how amazing what they've been through is i interviewed a woman once who during world war ii she was a child she was run over by a bus and then the hospital she was in in Germany was bombed while she was in it. She survived both. Wow. And went on to become a nurse herself. And she never told anyone this story, you know, it was just sort of like, oh, it's this thing that happened. And I, you know, and it's like, no, you, not everyone is, is run over by a bus and bombed. Like we need to, we need to talk about this. And I love, I love that aspect of it. And I just, um, it broadened what I was able to do as a journalist into so much of a wider sphere.
0: Yeah, that's, it's, it's so interesting, it, you, you're saying about the stories as well. Um, just from my time working uh, with some senior living accounts over over the last 11 years, uh, one story sticks out to me and it was a person that was, um, there was a guy at one of the, um, he was an expat that he was at, he was, but he was living in America from England and he was um, <clears throat> living at one of the assisted living places. And they offered, he would always bake. So he would bake with assistedly, with an assistant, <clears throat> but he would bake these amazing things. And that was kind of, he was like Bob the Baker. And then we found out Bob was actually one of the pastry chefs at Queen Elizabeth's coronation or something like oh, absolutely God. like ridiculous. And it was kind of like, can we talk about that? Can we talk about that, please? Yeah. Oh my God. That's like, talk about jewel in the crown, literally. But, um. But no, there's so many interesting stories. Um, So what do you think is the, one of the questions that was asked a few times, uh, it didn't make the top questions, but what do you think the biggest misconception is with uh, with PR for people that have never really engaged in a PR campaign for themselves?
1: I I think PR is something that's difficult to put into a box. And I think people put it into a box. We always say we wear many hats, um, but when, when it really comes down to our client's image, there's there's really no limit on what we will do or what we can do in terms of services. So, right. okay. um, you know, it kind of goes back to that, PR is more than a press release, but it goes, it, it goes so much further than that because uh, I've planned events, you know, no one really thinks of PR as event planning, but we've nope. done tons, tons of, of, um, of events either unique things like, you know, let's bring in the local brewery for this marketing event and, uh, and, and have everyone, you know, taste their beer all the way to, okay, what's your budget? Let's find a speaker. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do all, we do all of that stuff and no one wants to take the time to do those things. Uh Um, And so, you know, we do event planning, we do social media management, we do reputation, we do, um, you know, the list goes on and on, uh, you know, media outreach, of course, but creative planning. Let's think about our social channels. Let's think about the stories we want to tell. Um, you know, we are story detectives. Mm-hmm. I can think of so many times I've gone in to visit a client and you think you're there to talk about one thing. And then I see something on the wall that piques my interest. And I go, yeah. "What is that? what is that? Tell me about that. And all of a sudden we're off and running in a, you know, in a, in a completely different direction. So I think, I think that's the big misperception with, with PR is, Oh, it's X, Y, and Z and it's, it's,
0: you know, it's ABC and D and a whole lot more. Yeah. It, it, no, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, that's why it's one of the, another thing is uh, another question, kind of like kind of piggybacking off of that is obviously people would have the misconception exactly as to what PR is. They think it could be just press releases and and media pitching. Well, I I have um I have the yellow pages and I'm going to call the the news desks and then I'm going to send off this press release using the service that I googled. I'm going to use that and then it's kind of just like all right, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So obviously that never works um, unless you're harboring a king. <laughs> so uh, what? What do you feel you could share as the main value of hiring an agency versus doing your PR in-house?
1: Yeah, you know, from the standpoint of getting your your story out, let's start with that because that's the example you used. Um, you know, we I have media relationships in just about every market that's out there, just, just from my years of experience. And so, um, and as a reporter, I can tell you the number of news releases that you receive a day is more than anyone would ever think and so you you've got to get that reporter's attention in about a second and a half because they're going to glance at the headline on the news release and go nope or okay maybe
0: yep
1: and then they might get distracted and then they never think about the okay maybe again Mm -hmm. and so I've got to be able to call someone up who's a reporter who trusts me who I have built a relationship with over the years who knows I'm going to give them good stuff right uh and get their interest that relationship also leads to me being able to call that reporter on something that maybe is not the greatest story in the world, but my client really wants it told and go, Hey, can you do me a solid on this? You know, I've given 10 great stories over the years. Can you give this one some coverage? Right. Um, You know, so on that end um, that's really, really, really where it comes in. The other thing that I always tell people is just, just general time savings. Yeah. No one wants to spend the time responding to reviews. No one wants to spend the time uh, crafting and creating videos for social content. No one wants to spend the time uh, making sure that your your star rating is where it should be on Google. Um, and I have so many clients who go, yeah, 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 we do that. We don't need help. And then I, I, I look at it, I do a quick audit and I go, yeah, you really don't. And, you know, <laughs> let us worry about this stuff for you. So you don't have to, you can go to bed at night and say, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I got Jeff. I can sleep well because I know if something pops, he's on it.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's and, and and it's two things that you said there. Like, I'd like to I'd like to kind of like talk a little bit more about. Um, is the first thing if something pops up, people think that a simple Google alert is going to uh, cover the entire world, um, the surface of Earth in terms of news for you. Um, no, it's not. Okay, yeah. so you do need someone in your back pocket if you, for any reason, and that, you don't need to have a, a like a closet full of skeletons that are ready to fall out, it, but if you know that you do, I would definitely try to approach some of a PR professional immediately. Um, Absolutely. And also, I think another reason why um, I always one of the things I love referring um, clients to PR agencies like like Jeff's is the fresh take on the business when you're so close to your business, you're not going to see all of your angles. You're not going to see what's newsworthy about yourself. And you might think that, because what happens is with any of, any of uh, I would say in healthcare a lot, there's a little bit of a Stockholm syndrome within each one of the organizations. And you kind of can't see what's, why you're this unique snowflake. Yep. Um, and this is where someone that has experience within um, the public relations field is really killer because they can kind of look at your business and take a look, like, like Jeff said, like being story detectives, you could say something that you're just saying as a throwaway, that's your whole angle that you don't even know is important that would totally land and give you loads of exposure. So, yeah. I mean, how many times, honestly, Jeff, I mean, how many times have you talked to a, a client that's kind of like, yeah, I don't really have anything going on. And then you talk to them for like five minutes and you're like, oh, okay, we're going to be doing this now.
1: (laughs) I I mean, the the number would be astronomical. It's, you know, (laughs) Um, you know, one, one of the things that I, that, that I do again during, you know, normal times, not, not in, in the middle of a, of a pandemic, uh, situation like we dealt with last year mm-hmm. is I go in for, for what I always call content ideation sessions or story engine session, whatever you yeah. want to call it, where we will spend, um, a large part of a day just sitting with the sales and marketing team, um, at a hospital, at a senior community Smart and, it always starts the same way. Well, we don't really have anything or here are some ideas we jotted down. And by the end of that day, just through organic conversation, I'm able to probe so much out of them that we never would have had otherwise. And I think a lot of PR agencies make the mistake of saying, well, tell us, tell us what you got. Uh, You know, and we'll, we'll work on it. And I look at what you've got and say, okay, now what's beneath this? Yes, mm-hmm. um, because very rarely in that initial "give me ten things that you think are great stories," do I see something that ends up being the thing that really is the huge PR win for us. It's it's mm-hmm. underneath the surface, um, but you just have to bring it out because people are humble, mm-hmm. they're busy, and they they don't always think about these things, or they're thinking about. The wrong things. And that's where I need to put my reporter hat on. That's where I need to put my person who follows social media hat on and go, these are the things that I'm going to click on. These are the stories that I'm going to want to cover. Right. Um, and it takes time yeah. and it takes patience and it takes getting to know people on a one-on-one level, uh, finding out what makes them tick and finding out who they are. I always tell, you know, I live in the Kansas city metropolitan area and there are several hospital systems here just like any any major metro has and every single one of them if i play word association with anybody in the kansas city area they're going to tell you what that hospital is to them one might be oh that's where you go for heart health the other one is oh that's the cancer place well if any of them uh was a client i'd say okay everyone knows you're the heart hospital what are we missing Mm-hmm. What, what what do they not know about you that they should what are the other stories we don't ever want to put that heart health reputation away that's great to be known as the heart hospital but let's let's put that aside for a minute and let's find out what else is underneath this
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know th- that's the big thing
0: yeah I, another thing i want to kind of like the last question i want to ask and this is just something that is it's kind of it's interesting to me this is my own question um what do you feel are like the top three indicators that someone should reach out to a PR um, PR firm immediately?
1: I would say number one is is simply are you being proactive with your reputation? If the answer is no, or if the answer is I don't know, then, then reach out. Right. Um, I don't know any PR agency, certainly not mine, that's not going to do an audit for you. That's not going to be willing to take a look around without charging you an arm and a leg, and say, "Hey, here's some recommendations." Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing recommendations for people. Do they always take all of them? No, wow. that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's that. That's the first thing. Um, number two, do you have someone in a house? Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, that's another. That's another indicator. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you've got someone who is, you know, community relations for for your organization, okay, that person probably knows what they're doing at least on some level, and they're the person who would probably call an agency for support. But if you don't have that person, um, or you don't necessarily think you've got the right people, give us a call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and then the third thing um, would be, are you, are you showing up on the news once in a while? Are you showing up on social media once in a while? Are you ever trending for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then give us a call because you should be. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your organization is, you should be. Everyone has those great stories. Yeah. Um, and, and they need to be unearthed. They need to be
0: told. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's great. Um, a great point. Speaking of um reaching out and connecting with you, how can people um get in touch with you, Jeff?
1: Uh, so they can do it a couple of different ways. Um, they can certainly uh send an email to JBell, J B-E-L-L at Bellpr.org. Uh, or they can go to our website, which is um Dot org. Those are the two best ways. Um, and uh, they can uh, also give us a call at area code 913 787 5512. And uh, we, you know, our wheelhouse is healthcare, but I don't care what your organization is. We'd love to help. We'll listen, we'll learn. Um, I've done retail PR before, um, I've, I've done uh, PR for sales organizations.